ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Here we go. It's Monday. It's June 13th. It's time for your first drive home of the week. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We are here to keep you company until you get home. And, of course, if that means you are got to take a, a slow ride home, you get through the entire show, take the long way home today. I've got you covered till 6 o'clock, and we'll take your phone call at this hour. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is open 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. I've got Billy Seals coming up, head coach of the Huntington Highlanders. He was on that South coaching staff. He handled the defense. You know Billy loves coaching defense, so he is coming on the program. We had Brad Dingus on the other day, and I said then, I said the South's going to win. It's going to be that drive with Paul Swan rub. You get that rub. It doesn't happen all the time, but there's a high percentage that if you're on the show, you get some of that rub. Like I said, it doesn't work all the time. Sometimes forces work against me, but if I'm feeling it, you get that rub, and thus the South win. The South won. Now, I'm not taking full credit for that, but I'm just saying I said it, the South would win. So I immediately, if you were with us on the show the other day, I was getting texts from a, a former intern of mine, former colleague of mine, and I was getting texts from him because that, that person works now in the northern half of the state of West Virginia. So I'm getting te- texts like, yeah, this, the North's going to win. Like, like I'm going to get mad if the North wins, as if I had a personal investment. In, you know, it's those kids I, I, I want to see do well. But So I got those texts from a former intern, and um, his colleague, I messaged him and just told him, I said, would you tell Spencer that your takes suck? So, Spencer, your takes suck. The South won. I'm talking about Spencer Dupuis, of course. You haven't guessed this already. He texts me during the show now and then. Uh, instead of using the regular text line, he uses the personal text line, so I see him faster. And so, uh, like, I'm ever going to root against the South. I'm, I'm in southern West Virginia. I'm southern-based. Never, especially with Brad on the show. And with Billy on the show today, I'm not rooting against those guys. I love those guys. So Brad Dingus did a fantastic job. Billy Seals did a fantastic job. He's coming on the program. Billy is here in the next few minutes. We'll talk to him. So, yeah, that was one part of my weekend I was excited about. And then, of course, the other part of my weekend, which I wasn't so excited about, the Rangers fell, lost game six. And so now – the Stanley Cup playoffs are done for me. I'll, I'll watch, but I'm not as invested now because the Rangers ran out of gas. A better rested team. I mean, Tampa Bay was going to be tough to beat to begin with, but Tampa was a more rested team. They came out a little rusty with all that rest, but at the end of the day, they came out the better rested team. I'm not saying that's the sole reason, but it just looked like the Rangers ran out of gas. And so, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're going to go for their third straight Stanley Cup. They're taking on the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, two of my friends who I work with, my dear friends, one's a, a longtime Colorado Avalanche fan. The other one purports himself to be a Tampa Bay guy because he's from Florida. And I'm happy for those guys. I'm not happy 
about it, but I'm happy for those guys, but I'm not happy about that. I'm, the fact that I have to be happy for them. Sports are bitter, man. Sports are bitter, especially when you're on the on the wrong end of it. Sports are bitter and petty. No, I'm not like that. But uh, you know what hurt though? I mean, I didn't get the I didn't get the the sad text from Bill Cornwell over the weekend. Usually, I get a text from Bill, and then the Rangers stop winning, and I stop hearing from Bill. It's like we're we're still friends. We can talk it out, man. We can talk through it. We can talk it out a little bit. I got texts from people who are Penguins fans. Of course, a lot lot of, uh, hey, uh, I'm rooting for your team to lose tonight. Those are my real friends. Yeah, the ones that know they can text me personally and just talk garbage about my team and any any stretch of the imagination here. It's it's amazing. So – yeah, I'm I'm still trying to cope with that. I'm trying to I'm trying to cope with this right now. I I'm trying to decompress from this. I'm trying to get over it. I mean, honestly, I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but I'm trying to get over this as well. I'm I'm not exaggerating. I am, but I'm not. Sitting there watching it and just like it was tied up. I'm like, yeah, all right, we got a chance in this game. And then Tampa Bay comes back in under 30 seconds and scores, and that's the go-ahead goal. And I'm just sitting there just flabbergasted. So, yeah, wasn't a good sports weekend for me. Was not. But the South won, so I got Billy Seals coming on, so I'm excited about that. To talk to him about uh, the job that he did and those kids, how, how great they were. So uh, we got a lot to get into. Of course, we don't have Pirates baseball tonight. And maybe that's for the best. They were swept by the Braves yesterday. They are victims of Atlanta on an 11-game win streak. The Pirates have now been swept in two consecutive series on a six-game losing streak. You will not hear the beginning of the series tonight because we got the NBA playoffs. NBA game number five. Five. Game number five. Tonight, NBA playoffs coming up. We're going to have that for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, we're going to have that for you on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. We'll get into that a little bit later on. What do you think? It's going to be more of a struggle for, for Golden State. Golden State is going to maybe win this series in seven instead of the usual four or five. I think they got this. Boston's tough though, but I I don't want to go up against Steph Curry long term. I don't want to go against a team like that. I don't want to go against Steph Curry. I mean, Boston's going to be pretty good for a few years here, but I don't want to just say, you know what? Steph Curry, he's in the finals again. I mean, they don't win it every year, but if they're in it, they usually have a good shot to win it. So I like Steph Curry. I like the Golden State Warriors. I mean, he was awesome. Can I use that awesome? 43 points? Is that worthy of – I mean, we use awesome so much. That was – it was okay. Yeah, he had okay performance. That's probably that's probably more along my lines here. Yeah, he was adequate, 43 points. And so Golden State now has home court advantage. It's um, It's going to be interesting. We've got it for you coming up tonight and the rest of the NBA playoffs right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 
and AM 930. And, of course, speaking of playoffs, we'll have the entirety of the Stanley Cup on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. So I'm looking forward to the conclusion of the NBA final. And, of course, let's get this Stanley Cup underway. ESPN's got the broadcast first year of the seven-year deal. Of course, it's going to alternate between ESPN and TNT. I'm excited for next year to see what TNT can do with the Stanley Cup final. But that is all coming up. We'll get into that. We'll get your phone calls and text in. Text line is open, 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. we got a lot of herd sports to get into as well because every time you have football camp, Coach Huff has got the clipboard. I'm imagining he's got the clipboard talking to the assistants. It's like, yeah, um, we have an offer sheet for this kid. Okay, yeah, get him over here. Let's talk to him. Let's get him an offer. We'll talk about that. A couple of uh, couple of kids that attended, making uh, making some waves, making an impression, helping uh, Coach Huff uh, make some decisions here, some offers being made. We'll talk about it all coming up, but at the same time, we want to talk high school football. Billy Seals, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders and part of that victorious staff as the South beat the North on Saturday. We'll have it for you coming up here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, the other day before the North-South game, I had Brad Dingus on, head coach of the Spring Valley Timberwolves. He was the head coach of the South Cardinals. And I asked him the question, I mean, how is it dealing with Billy Seals? And, and now to get the answers to that, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders also on that staff, Billy Seals. So, how was it dealing with Brad Dingus? I mean, was he bossy? Did he push you around as the head coach? What what kind of guy was he to you? Man, it was an awful week. I bet it was. Awful week. Uh, just browbeat me all week long. I bet uh, it was. No, it, 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 was, it was a great week. Uh, you know, Coach Dingus and I are really good friends, and, uh, you know, we, we uh, got a lot of the same philosophies and ideas in football. And, you know, I know uh, I'm appreciative of him, uh, you know, giving me the opportunity to coach in the North-South, and uh, we had a great time. I mean, it was great just being around the other coaches and, and all the kids from different areas. Just a, a really, really enjoyable week. When I talked to him the other day, I said, how is this going to work? He said, I got the offense, you got the defense. And and I thought, okay, that makes perfect sense there because um, you're sort of like the head coach slash defensive coordinator at all times. You love defense. Boy, the defense showed up, didn't they? Well, our kids played well, you know, and those things, first of all, it's supposed to be fun for the kids. They've earned the right to be there. And so, you know, we, we put in a few things that we do here at Huntington High, but, you know, we use the, the KISS method, keep it simple, stupid, and let you, and let your players play. And uh, I think they picked up on it throughout the week and, and understood what, what, you know, the scheme was and what we were supposed to do. But they're all good players. It wouldn't have mattered what – what you put in defensively, they're really good players, and they would execute. So, uh, you know, proud of the way they played on that side of the ball. Talk about the fun part of this. Uh, you mentioned that's uh, part of the, you, you want to win the game, obviously, but at the same time, you don't want to take the fun out of it. 
how was that experience for you interacting with kids you knew kids you probably didn't know and then of course you know, getting to interact with kids uh from the north team as well i'm sure um there were a, a lot of moments that uh, you probably can't you know ever re- re- replace i mean these are probably some memories you'll take with you for a long time well you never fully understand the amount of time and and preparation it goes into putting that week on. I mean, Coach Bob Mullet, as well as the Coaches Association, does a tremendous job of having the week laid out for the for the players and the coaches. And, uh, you know, each night we had a function. I mean, we went swimming one night. We went to the movies. Everyone went and saw Top Gun. Uh, we went bowling one night. We went to uh, a baseball game. We had a, a banquet one night. So just a lot that goes into the afternoon and evening activities and you know, we were treated very well on the campus of West Virginia State. And just, you know, it was just a great, great week. And to be honest, we, we really didn't even think about the game uh, until until kickoff, until we got about an hour before kickoff. We just went out and, you know, treated as uh, practicing and, and uh, you know, just being around the guys and having a good time. And, and uh, you know, we thought that, you know, whatever happened Saturday happened. Now, obviously, there's a lot of good players on both sides of, uh, of um, each team. Okay, before I get to the serious questions, I need to ask um, the bowling, how well did you do? How well did Brad do? And, um, you know, was it north versus south, or was just everybody playing bowling, you know, in, in whatever groups they came in? Yeah, everyone was just bowling. Honest, we, the coaches, we just kind of sat back and laughed at them. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, so we were just – it was kind of comedy central for us during that couple of hours. But, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity for – for us on the, on the south side, the kind of fellowship with, with the guys from the north that we usually don't see a whole lot. I mean, Brian, Coach Brian Thomas from Musselman and, you know, Coach Altabello, who, who I knew a little bit from his time at Cabell Midland. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, the guy from Roan County as, as well as uh, Coach Rule from Hampshire. So, you know, we got an opportunity to kind of sit around and talk to them and bounce ideas off of them and talk at football. So, uh you know, it was just a great week, and, and really happy I got to experience it. How important was it to these kids once they won? You know, the North, pretty much every year it feels like the North is winning, and that's recent. You know, they've had some you know really good recent success here. So how important was it for these kids to, to maybe get that win Outside of everything else that this game means, it's fun. It's an opportunity for these kids. Some maybe for the final time to play organized sport like this, but and it comes down to it. You know, was there any you know, takeaway from you know finally getting the North beating them, or was it just you know, everything leading up to the game, play the game, and, and you had a good time? Yeah, I think you got to put it in perspective. You know, those young men have earned the right to be there and. And we knew once we got our team, we, we, you know, we had watched some film on the guys that were nominated and made our calls. And, you know, there's some guys that declined to play, and, and the 30, 33 guys that we got to play in the game were all really good players. Um, you know, is is an opportunity to, um, you know, coach some guys, obviously, that you hadn't coached before and, and uh, you know, see their football knowledge. And we had some – you could tell our team chemistry was really, really good. Those guys laughed all week long. They went outside and played cornhole together uh, in the evenings. They ate together. I mean, it was just instantly we felt like that our, our guys had great team chemistry. And uh, they were excited to play the game, and, and uh, they enjoyed the week up to that point. 
our, our job that week was just to practice a little bit, get their legs underneath them. Um, we didn't go real long at practice, maybe an hour, 30, 45 minutes at the most, and more mental reps because, again, those those kids are good or they wouldn't be there in the first place. Yeah, that's um, that's the impression I get from everyone, that you really didn't have to do much because these kids, once you gave them something, they took to it real quick, and you kind of gave them a little bit more, it felt like. Yeah, we did, and and it was good, like defensively speaking. Uh, you know, we had James Scott playing up front, so I knew he could get guys aligned um, on the up front. And then, you know, in the, at linebackers and, and in the secondary, a lot of Spring Valley guys, so they were able to just call the coverages out and um, communicate that to one another. So it, it was good just to have guys that were somewhat familiar with what we do in the box and, and kind of what Spring Valley does in the secondary. Billy Seals joins me, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders. The South defeating the North 30-13. to Now um, you got to focus on your team now. This is, this is behind you now. You have to focus on getting Huntington back to the state championship. Uh, what lies in store for you, getting kids out, all the activities that uh, you really don't have a summer off. You think you do, but you don't. So what's coming up for you? Absolutely not. I mean, to, to be a good football team and a good program, it's 365 days a year. And, you know, for it, it, to be honest with you, it's kind of tough for me being away from my guys last week and, uh, you know, wondering how things are going. But I know we got a great staff, and those guys worked really hard last week while I was gone. And, um, you know, for us, we're, we've just been, since the first week of uh, January, we've been in the weight room, conditioning, training, getting ready for this upcoming season. And, uh, got a lot of pieces of the puzzle we got to put together so it, this is a very important summer for us and especially a three-week period in july just trying to see who can do what try to put the best pro uh team out there that they can get out and compete and, uh, you know try to be one and oh every week are you finding it easier more difficult get kids come back out uh, i know um you know you make a run like you did you know, everyone should be excited. Or are you finding that uh, you know maybe a few more kids are saying, "Hey, maybe I want to be a part of that." How's how's recruitment been for you so far as getting the kids come out? Well, I think it's been pretty consistent for us. You know, that was one thing that I was surprised about, as well as our athletic director Bruce Senior. You know, when we made our first trip to the uh, to the Super Six in Wheeling in thirteen, we expected like a huge growth in our program numbers wise, and and it just didn't happen. And, you know, the following year in 14, we go to the semifinals. You know, I had an opportunity to get the back-to-back state championships. And I just think we're, we're just really consistent, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we got usually somewhere between 60 and 70 players in our program, which is plenty. Um, you know, and if, and if it was easy, everyone would do it. So, um, you know, I think that, that says something about the, the rigor and, and the uh, – the amount of time our young men have to put into being a successful program. And it's not for everybody, and that's fine. And But I know those 60 or 70 guys that we got every, every, every year, is they love Huntington High, and they love our football program, and they love being around the guys and the coaches each, each and every day, and uh, they enjoy being there. Billy Seals, my guest. Uh, you got camp coming up. You got football kids camp uh, on June 25th. Uh, what do people need to know if they want to be a part of that? Yeah, we, we've put a, a document out on social media that, you know, they can fill out. It's kind of a Microsoft Forms, and it kind of gives us an idea of how many kids are, are going to be there. And 
you know, for us, it was just an opportunity for our program and our kids to give back to to the local youth. And uh, again, it's a free camp. Uh, we'll host it at Huntington High School, and just an opportunity to get out with our our young uh, boys and girls in the community, and even outside the community, and have a little fun with them, teach them the game of football, and, and really just give back to our community that has given so much to us over the last 13 years that I've been here. And of course. Um... This takes place at Bob Sang Stadium. It's uh, June 25th, 7 to 9.30. And the most important part for people maybe not sure, it's free. What what can you lose? be a great night for us, and I know our guys are looking forward to it. Um, you know, we're going to do a little photo shoot there at the end, get our tunnel out, our backdrop, and you know, let the kids have fun with in, in, in a Huntington uniform and helmet and all that, just to have a good time with those those kids and uh you know looking at at future obviously you're always looking at the future and building those relationships with the players as well as uh the parent or guardian of those players billy seals my guest uh i just need an excuse to talk to you so i mean if you want to you want to win a championship every year and then uh, maybe be a part of the north south game it's more time for me and you it's all i need (laughs) yeah well it's it's a little little easier said than done uh you know obviously a lot of good teams in the state of west virginia and um, you know, I consider us one of one of the premier programs in the state. We just got to continue to get better every day, and and can't live on what happened last year. I mean, we had eleven seniors, all all eleven of those guys played significant roles on our football team. So, uh, you know, we got a lot of work to do, and and uh, we got to have great leadership and good good team chemistry, and you know, uh, work together for one common goal, and that's that's be number one a great teammate, and number two be one to know every Friday night. Good talking to you again. We'll do it soon. Can't wait for the season coming up here. It's it's sooner than later, and I'm hoping we're talking about one and zero every week. I would like that again if we if we could. I mean, no pressure on you, but one and zero every week, no exceptions. Yeah, we'll we'll do the best we can. Coach, good talking to you. Congratulations on the game Saturday. Yes, sir. Thank you much. Billy Seals, head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, the South defeating the North thirty to thirteen. It's been a few years since the South got a victory over the North. And, of course, Brad Dingus, head coach of that squad, along with Billy Seals. Can't wait to get those two back behind their respective teams come fall. We'll have Huntington Highlander football this season right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll get your phone calls and text in. Phone line is 304-396-TALK. That's if you want to text and you want to just talk. It's 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Monday edition of The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Pretty busy weekend. If you were a football camper... 250 campers in attendance at Marshall's one-day football camp. So these were kids in the classes of 2023, 2024, 2025, and 2026. Look, if you're not recruiting class number 2026 yesterday, what are you doing? Are you even doing your job if you're not looking right now at the class of 2026? The answer is no, you're not doing your job. Because someone is already looking, so you might as well be looking too. And so 
it was a pretty good turnout. Nine states represented. Of course, the local tri-state, West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky. You had kids coming out from Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, Michigan. So pretty good representation. And there were some local kids as well in that mix. So it's always good to see some of the local kids. Amari Fielder was out there. And, of course, uh, I should have asked Billy about him, but you know, he was out there yesterday. And um, he transferred to Ironton, going to play his final season of high school football there. Ironton's got a good one there. Ironton will benefit from him, of course. So, you know, yeah, a lot of good local representation coming out to this thing here. And what happens when you show up to camp and you do well? Well, you get the attention of a coach sometimes. And so Sean Rouse of Cabell Midland committing to the herd. Good resume there. I mean, first team all MSAC, second team all Tri-State. I don't know where he ranked in the uh, the Paul Swan rankings. We don't we didn't do those, but we're going to. He did first team. First team all Paul Swan team. Yeah. All Madden, all Swan. And and honor and love the former coach. You get the all Madden team, you get the all Paul team. We gotta work on that a little bit. Anyway, so he gets a commit. And I'm sure he's excited. He gets he gets to commit to the herd and you know, get a local kid that possibly you'd be cheering for on Saturdays. And then um Braden Ward, Riverside High School standout. He got an offer from Marshall yesterday as well. Going to graduate in 2023. So he got an offer from WVU as well. So if he wants, he can stay in state. He's got two good opportunities there to play in Huntington or Morgantown. Each has a, each has a benefit. Each has a perk. WVU, you're playing in the Big 12. Marshall, maybe an opportunity to, to be a dynamic team playing in a new conference of Sun Belt. So some good opportunities there for him. So that, that's good. It's good to see when the, the local kids get a little bit more attention. And I think that both West Virginia and Marshall have done a pretty good job as of late to make sure that those kids that are capable of playing Division One football, that can help get those opportunities. And um, LaRon Hall, he's an incoming Hurricane freshman picking up an offer. He got his first D1 offer, so it belongs to the herd. And here's where looking ahead comes in handy. He was part of that 2026 camp. So kids from the 2026 class getting some looks as well. So this is a good opportunity for these kids to get out there at the same time. It's a good opportunity for the herd to just give a shot at looking at some of these kids. You didn't hear about these things as much under Doc. I mean, I'm not trying to criticize Doc. Doc, I like Doc. That might that might put me in some uh, negative points with some of you. That's fine. That might put me in some positive points with you. That's great, too. But I like Doc. But I like how active that this football team is. I like how active Coach Huff is. And, again, that's not taking anything away from Doc. This is just I like how – visible they are. I like how active they are. I like how forward-facing they are. 
how engaging they are, how personable they are. I just feel like this is where it needs to be. You have a, a younger group of coaches coming in that can relate, can make those offers and, and get with those kids early and relate to those kids. And we're seeing it, so we're already excited, right? I mean, that's part of the game. We're excited. I mean, they can make these offers, and you don't know about it, but no, they're proud of it. You know, they're putting it out there. I mean, every time you see Steph Curry on Coach's timeline, you think, is the game tonight? No, no, no. He's just, just the herd got bigger. So if um, if Boston wins, will he will he switch his, his gif? Somebody asked that for me. If if Boston wins the series, does the herd get bigger and Steph Curry gets replaced? I mean, it's ludicrous to ask, but I'm asking. That's why I'm here asking the big, hard questions. Like, if Boston eliminates Golden State, does coach change up? The herd just got bigger. No more Steph Curry. No more Steph Curry gif. I don't know what he would do. That seems like his trademark right there. And I don't know. I just don't know. But someone's got to ask him. Might as well be me. We'll see what happens. If Golden State wins, you know, we're not, it's not even, we're not doing it. Not even going to do that. So don't worry about that. If Golden State wins, which I think they will, I just think it's going to take seven. You know what? I'm okay with that. Seven? Let's do seven. NBA Finals end in seven? I'm sure ABC would like that. I'm sure everybody would like that. The NBA would like that. I don't like it when it's over in four. So I'm hoping we get a, a Stanley Cup final that goes seven. And Tampa Bay loses. Let's get a new champ in there. I'm done. I'm over Tampa Bay. Let's get let's just get a new champ in there. Let's get the Colorado Avalanche. Jared Bednard, head coach, former Huntington Blizzard player. Let's just Change the guard. Let's do it. No more. Let's get this dynasty over with. You had your two. That's great. Now let's give somebody else. NBA, let's, let's stay with Golden State for a little while. Let's not give it to Boston. I mean, Boston has like, what, 17? Yeah, 17. I think 17. They get a lot of those. I mean, they can do without for a little bit longer. If you You have plenty. You can win another one in a few years, maybe. You, you don't have to. I mean, that's why I'm not upset the Lakers are not there. I mean, they got plenty. Get one in a few years. That's fine. Let's just mix it up a little bit. Of course, when it's my team talking, you know, I'm all about just winning it and, and keep winning it every single year. Every single year. It, when it's my team. When it's everybody else's team. You know what? You pay, you've won enough. Right? You've won enough. Yeah. Because... Again, we're 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 a petty group of sports fans. We all are. We're petty. We shouldn't be. We're petty when it comes to that. Like you know what, you guys have won enough. Let someone else win for a while. Mainly us. But come on, you've won enough. I mean, look, the Rangers haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1994. 1994. That's um, that's a long time. 1994. All right, I'm I'm done talking about it here. I'm, I'm still trying to cope with that. Tampa Bay beat them in six. 
won four straight after the Rangers had a two games to none lead. I'm not bitter whatsoever. Not at all. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are continuing on this Monday. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hope you guys are having a good start to your week so far. We're going to be here for you the rest of the week, so I'm looking forward to that. I mentioned it earlier, just want to remind you, we've got the NBA final tonight, game five between Golden State and Boston. It's tied at two games apiece. The winner might have a chance to close it out. We might end this thing in six, or you know, it could go back and forth. I think it's going seven, but we've got game five for you tonight. It's right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, and that's also going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we've got coverage for you no matter where you're at tonight. If you can't be home to watch it, you can listen to it. You can keep it locked right here, and you can – Catch all of the action. If you got to be in your car tonight, you got to go somewhere, do something, you can follow along. We've got it for you. It's uh, going to tip off about 9 o'clock. And again, I'm not sure if I'm really up for that 9 o'clock tip. I'm not instantly, I'm not in love with that. I don't like it. 8 o'clock tip would have been great. An 8 o'clock tip would have been fine. I mean, the Stanley Cup, and yeah, I know, you, you know, yeah, I'm always going to talk hockey, but. Stanley Cup, it's 8 o'clock face-off. 8 o'clock face-off. NBA could go 8 o'clock. I know you got all of that ancillary programming. You tune in to ABC and you get the, you know, pregame. You got Jimmy Kimmel doing his thing. You know, I get it. You're making some ad dollars there. You know, with the Stanley Cup being on ESPN, you know, they're going to talk sports anyway. So, you know, we can ramp that thing up. TNT, I'm sure they would like the 8 o'clock start as well. I feel like they get their bang for their buck in the post game. I feel like that's where, you know, and with ABC, they're on network television, so eventually you're going to have to give that thing up and go to your local affiliates because you need to see the newscast. That's where the money's made. I get that completely. So, you know, you're trying to front-load this thing here, but I still think an 8 o'clock tip would be perfect. And I know we're doing West Coast, East Coast, so 9 o'clock on the West Coast is four hours difference. And I get it, you know, so you're trying to push it back a little bit. So we're talking 9 o'clock here, 8 o'clock Central, you know, 7 Mountain, Six on the West Coast here. If I've done my math correctly and, and not allowed for any variations of time zones and daylight savings and all of that, that's not what we do here. And I get it. I understand, but I don't know if there's a happy medium here. I mean, I would love to just uh, get off work and, hey, yeah, the NBA game's on. Okay, good. Let's do it. Six o'clock, I'm... I mean, great. I mean, imagine living on the West Coast on an NFL Sunday. You wake up, it's like, what, nine? You get up, just, oh, I'm going to watch football. 9 a.m., I'm getting up. Have a quick breakfast, maybe. Get yourself 
showered, so you can sit down on your couch all day and just and watch football. Because, you know, kickoff's at 1 here, so we're talking 10 o'clock on the West Coast. So, you know, you slept in because you, you had a hard night on Saturday, so we're sleeping in. We're sleeping in until 9.30 or 10, and we're going to watch NFL all morning, afternoon, and evening. Because we got the we got the first part of the doubleheader, we got the second half, then we got Sunday night football. Just spend your entire Sunday completely just watching football here, and you know who you are, and you would do it in a heartbeat. You you do it now. It's just you know you don't you don't have the luxury of just waking up and go. Oh, football's on. You get up and you have to do stuff before the game's at one. That's why NFL season is it's. It's not the best to be an NFL fan because you got to go do things. Like, look, game comes on at one. You got plenty of time and get out there and get that yard cut if it's still cutting season. Get out there and rake. Go run to the store. Get me something. Here we got to get the get back at one. You'll be fine. That's why we have the Bengals on the radio for you. So if you can't get back in time at one, we've got you covered. That's what that is there for. It's the original smart device. The radio has everything. You can listen, and it's free too, by the way. How many of you have a portable radio? That's a question one day. How many of you have a portable radio? You got the radio in your car. Do you have a radio in your house? And we, we all know you have it in your car, but do you have one in your house? Me, I have radio in my house. Of course, I work in radio, so I have the radio in my house. I have the car radio, obviously we all do, and I actually have a portable pocket radio. I don't bring it with me everywhere, but you know, I, I used to bring it with me every day, and I still do it time to time. I'm just kind of curious how many of you have. I, didn't, I know we're just going off on the side here because I was reading something the other day that a lot of people still prefer to listen to sports on radio, which made me happy to hear because obviously that's what we serve up. But play-by-play, they like listening to you know, the play-by-play guy doing the radio. So I was just kind of curious. Um, how many of you take your radio to Jones C. Edwards Stadium on a Saturday? And if you don't, why aren't you? And you should. You should take your radio. We'll have to, we'll have, to have a radio drive real soon. Go buy a radio. Take your radio with you to the game on Saturday. You can sit there, have your – you remember those sports headphones? They still make those, right? The headphone, it's like its like a radio. It's a headphone, but it's a radio built into a headphone. Our intern is looking at me like, what is this you're talking about? Yeah. So I guess the answer is no. It's a sports radio. It's Yeah, they were yellow. They had like an antenna on the side. I mean, it looked a little dorky, but, it, you know, you didn't care at that point. I mean, you're wearing a radio on your, I mean, look at what you wear today. You know, with every the headphones and everything. So, yeah, it was a it was an AM FM radio you you could put on your head and it was a sports radio. I mean that's that's just blowing your mind, millennial. Now you're Gen Z, aren't you? You're a Gen Z. Yeah, you're even worse. I know we're trying to attract the younger kids here, but yet I'm just this is this is what I'm dealing with here. I'm trying to attract the younger generation, but I feel like I'm I feel like it's a Sesame Street sometimes. I'm just showing my age. I'm getting, I'm grumpy. Again, I'm grumpy. You know, the Rangers lost the other day. I'm still grumpy over that. I'm just lashing out. And Palmer here wore his 
penguin shirt. He was forbidden to wear that. So he's thinking, like, okay, I'm going to hear about this, but, yeah, I'm just going to flash that. Uh, yeah, you still got eliminated in the first round. So flash it all you want. Flash it all you want. Sidney Crosby, not as good as he thinks he is. But, yeah, he won a couple of Stanley Cups. That's nice. Yeah, he won three. Okay, big deal. Big deal. I don't don't wear that shirt again, okay? Just don't. Completely don't. I hear I have it I get it enough every day from Penguins fans. Some of my favorite people are Penguins fans, so don't You know, I haven't heard uh, I haven't heard from some of those people, by the way, and let's not encourage them as well. I think we're about out of time here. This is uh this is that part of the show where we are just easing into the exit, trying to be as graceful as we possibly can. And, of course, crashing into it like we always do. Cue my music. It's time to go. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for Billy Seals coming in, talking to us about football, both the North-South game and, of course, those Huntington Highlanders. Uh, Don't forget, we're going to have that for you again. Huntington Highlander football right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. For our producer, Christian Palmer, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you can go get it real soon on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other service you use. Wherever you get your podcast, you can be a follower and get the show delivered directly to you every single day. So if you can't make it live, you can catch it on the podcast. Have a great night, everyone. Back tomorrow. Don't forget NBA Final Game number 5 coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 9.30. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 9.30.